the Vampire Hadley Price Short Story Collection presents Father Marcello. Based on characters from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price book series by W.J. Onifer. Get your copies at your favorite online bookstore. And now, Father Marcello. Father Jean Hammersmith raised the small vial of holy water as if brandishing a weapon prepared for this evening's visitors. Midnight, the agreed meeting time. The woman who agreed to that meeting had the reputation of being on time. The door opened from the outside. It was held open by a tall man as a courtesy for the small woman who made her way inside. They walked to the lobby and into the building proper. Behind them, the heavy wooden door made a metallic clanking sound when it met the equally heavy wooden door frame. That sound echoed inside the building. Hadley Price, the priest said. Stay right where you are. It's nice to see you again too, Jean, Hadley said. That's Father Hammersmith to you. You're hardly my father, Hadley said. Beside, I'm your elder. I overlook your lack of respect in that regard. Count your blessings that I don't insist that you call me Mrs. Price. Count your blessings? Really, sweetheart? Nathan, Hadley's taller companion, said. Walk into a church and get all churchy speak? Slip of the tongue. It won't happen again. Mrs. Price? You dare call yourself Mrs., Father Hammersmith said. Your union has not been consecrated by the church. You're a vampire and you're living in sin with this vampire man. And enjoying every second of it, Hadley said. The gray in your hair has become solid white since I last saw you ten years ago. You humans showed you age fast, just ten years, and you look so different. This is the house of God. Why he allows the likes of you to enter here without striking you down in a ball of flames, I'll never know. Why I don't kill you for your continued disrespect and rudeness, I'll never know, Hadley said. I'm not in the habit. Habit, Nathan said. A nun pun in a church. A vampire not wearing a habit. The churchy speak continues. Hadley briefly laughed. As I was saying, I'm not in the habit of allowing a human to live after finding out that we exist. I make very few exceptions to that. Why you don't kill this guy, Nathan said. Well, there's that little issue of Father Marcello. Yes, that annoying detail, Hadley said to Nathan. She turned to Father Hammersmith. You benefit from the actions of a man who showed me charity and great kindness. It's disappointing that his modern-day successor has put conditions on who should and should not receive such blessings in time of need. The poor, the confused, the different, the outcasts. Hadley paused. A long time ago, I was one of those outcasts. Two hundred years ago, Father Marcello didn't know that you would go on to become a vampire, Father Hammersmith said. What makes you believe that he didn't know, Hadley said. Angelo Marcello was an extraordinary man. His kindness to me at a very troubling time in my life helped me get through it. He never insisted on remuneration, but I promised that I would pay him back. 
so every vicar of this church since that time has known about me and knows what I am. And that you make substantial financial donations, not just to this church, Nathan said, but so this church can help fund research at St. Angelo's Hospital. I detest being an agent of laundered vampire money, Father Hammersmith said. But you do enjoy driving around in that Cadillac this church purchased for you, Hadley said. I would have gone with Alexis myself, but each to their own. The church board of directors insisted that... Hadley put her hand up, palm forward, stopping him. I have no interest in the petty materialistic attitudes and the human politics of your board of directors, Hadley said. That's your problem and your issue. My issue is to continue Father Marcello's legacy of helping. I have no intention of getting involved in any in-house bickering of this church. Your bias and prejudice against the outcast are nothing I can change. If the street urchin I was 200 years ago knocked on this church's door today, I would be turned away. Father Marcello would be ashamed of the snobby social club this church has become. But I intend to see to it that the charity of Father Marcello will live on, comforting the sick in the hospital that bears his name. Enough of this, Father Hammersmith said. He opened the vial, jerked his hand forward, and tossed the holy water at Hadley. Hadley didn't expect that. It wasn't that there was a lot of holy water. There wasn't. Just a brief splash. It was like a woman throwing a mixed drink in a man's face when she rejected his sexual advances. Hadley didn't anticipate such immature behavior from a priest. Father Hammersmith didn't anticipate that the holy water would not melt her face. Holy water was supposed to do that to vampires. She didn't even try to get out of the way when the water came toward her. Really, Jean? Using holy water against me? Hadley said. It appears that you did not get the memo from the Vatican on this. Nathan took his handkerchief from his back pocket and tenderly touched it to Hadley's face. Thank you, my love, she said, accepting it, then dabbing her cheeks and forehead dry. She looked back at Father Hammersmith after giving Nathan his hanky back. See? No effect. It's just water, Jean. It doesn't turn into something else by saying a few words over it. No special powers added. But I will tell you this much. There are people who can do that. People you humans have yet to discover. And the more you try to find them, the more concealed they become. You, however, are not one of them. She paused. I was wondering when you'd get around to trying this. Just do me a favor. What? Don't try any other legendary cliches or anything you've seen in the movies. I really wouldn't like it too much if you waved a wooden stake at me. Hadley broke eye contact with Father Hammersmith, briefly looked down his body, then back up to his eyes. I know you're glad to see me, she said, but keep that crucifix in your pocket. Nathan laughed. Getting a little cheeky with a priest, sweetheart? How dare I, Hadley said in a mock innocence. Father Hammersmith wasn't sure if that crucifix comment was an additional warning of something that wouldn't work on her, or a bluff because it would. Every pastor in this church has always known about you and your kind for over two centuries, and the only two conditions you have insisted on to further financially fund this church, and the hospital research, Hadley emphasized. Yes, and, and that too, Father Hammersmith said. The only two conditions were, no one is to know where the money came from, 
and no one is to know that vampires exist. He paused. You may not like me personally, Hadley, but your secret has been kept all this time here in this church by me and those who came before me. The Vatican has not been notified. Not by you. Not by this one church, Hadley said. But the Vatican has more than its share of undisclosed mysteries that the masses know nothing about, as do we. So I guess no vampire holy water update for you, Hadley said. It looks like they were willing to sacrifice you if you annoyed me with that, to keep the crossover secrets that they and we have in common. Cross? Sacrifice? Nathan said with a handsome half-smile. I really am getting a little churchy-speak here, aren't I? Hallelujah, Nathan said in a comic monotone. You do know that some of your parishioners are vampires, don't you, Jean? Hadley said. Vampires? In this church? Yes, every Sunday. Vampires? Who are believers? Vampires are like anyone else. Some are skeptics, some are believers, Hadley said. But don't ask anyone you suspect of being one. They'll deny it. And it'll get back to me if you try that with one of your flock who is. What about those people who do the water-changing thing? Nathan asked. Those are the ones you really have to watch out for. Why? Father Hammersmith said. Water into wine? Forget that. They go straight to turning it into beer and big fat doobies, Hadley said. You really do have to watch out for that kind. What about the werewolves? Nathan asks. Nathan, I thought we agreed not to mention that while we're here. Oh, right, he said, obviously play-acting. We were going to talk about them when we attend the Sons and Daughters of Atlantis Ball next week. I got an amazing new evening gown for the occasion, Hadley said, momentarily getting all girly. It really is the event of the season. Atlantis, Father Hammersmith said. You blaspheme in this church by speaking of legends and myths? Jean, Hadley said, before the demise of their civilization, the scientists of Atlantis kept detailed atmospheric and geological records, hard data. They left that data for us, proving that Moses' worldwide flood never happened. The sons and daughters of Atlantis have preserved that information. But the word of God says it did, Father Hammersmith said. So saves you, Hadley said, and your book, which has a noticeable lack of proof to back up anything it says. And you, who claim to be a vampire, Hadley, Father Hammersmith says, have never given me proof that you are that. I only have the word of Father Shaughnessy that it's true. Patrick was a true gentleman, Hadley said. Your media predecessor was a nice man. It's too bad that none of that rubbed off on you. Unlike Father Shaughnessy, I have a more discerning awareness of the forces of evil and those who are faking it. I laugh at you that you claim to be the spawn of the devil himself. You want proof, Hadley said, a distinct edge of anger raising in her voice. Hasn't it gotten your notice that I haven't aged in the ten years since we last met, and in the ten additional years before that? Hadley opened her mouth. Right there, in plain sight, Father Hammersmith saw the fangs extend from her jaw. Those of us who really do have eternal life see things differently than you who don't, Hadley said. It is we, not you, who are something in the way of an expert on the topic. I will forgive you this one time and one time only. If you require further proof, you, personally, will find that proof particularly painful. 
She paused, retracted her fangs, but still had that vampire sneer on her face. In an ice-cold tone, she said, Do not doubt me ever again. Father Hammersmith glanced over at Nathan. The taller vampire did not reveal his fangs. His eyes, however, briefly glowed red. For some reason, seeing the change in eye color unnerved the priest more than seeing Hadley's fangs. So something as high up as the Vatican knows about vampires, Father Hammersmith said. No, Hadley said. Something as high up as vampires knows about the Vatican. Hadley's straight face captured the human's attention. She held that attention for a few beats, then her face lit up in a hearty laugh. Get a sense of humor, Jean, Hadley said, chuckling. I don't need to kill you to silence you. All she has to do is lay it on thick with a few colorful fibs, Nathan said. And you are always so helpful in that creative fiction, my love, Hadley said. Anything for you, sweetheart. So nothing you've said here today is true, Hadley, Father Hammersmith said. Some of it is. What parts? Hadley raised her arm toward Nathan, palm out. He reached into the inside pocket of his jacket, took out an envelope, and placed it in her hand. Inside that envelope was a cashier's check for a considerable amount of money. She handed it to the priest. With that envelope now delivered, Father Marcello's legacy would continue, and this priest would not see her again for another ten years if he lived that long. Hadley took Nathan's arm and the two vampires strolled past the wooden pews down the aisle toward the door. Just before reaching that door, Hadley stopped and looked back at the lone human. What parts are true, Hadley said? Wouldn't you like to know? This has been Father Marcello, based on characters from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books by W.J. Onifer. Get your copies at your favorite online bookstore. Music by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Sound effects by zapsplat.com. Technical assistance by Grace Boogie and Jesse Guerin. Visit us at hadleyprice.com your center of the Hadleyverse. Thanks for listening. Come back next time for another episode of the Vampire Hadley Price Short Story Collection.